Well, all right, everybody. Come on back, find your chairs. Gosh, it is so good to see everybody here today. This is our very last uh, family Sunday here at True North Church. Now, if this is your first Sunday, this probably feels a little different, okay? We're doing more family and child-oriented services for the month of July. So our preaching and even our music is a little bit more geared towards the whole family unit. You guys really hang in there. There were some high songs this morning. So some of you guys, God bless you. You were trying your best. It was, it was a joyful noise, maybe. Maybe not to you, but it was for me. Man, well, child uh, classes are starting up soon back in the kids' ministry. Do you know what else is starting up very soon for some of you? What's starting up in a couple of weeks? School. Man, no, my daughter says. Man, I never, ever wanted summer to end when I was a kid, you know, but soon you'll be able to go back to your classes, you'll see your friends and your teachers. The night is going to start getting dark at some point soon, which is pretty great. So there will be a little bit of normalcy. Well, today, we are going to hear the words to a song written by a man named David. This type of song is called a psalm. You guys remember hearing that word a bunch? A psalm? I bet you see it up on the screen now. Yeah, uh uh-huh. It's not a psalm. I know that's strange. It is a psalm. There are 150 psalms in the Bible. They were written by several different people, but David actually wrote a bunch of them. Who wants to guess how many David wrote? How many psalms do you think David wrote out of the 150? Do a guess. Give me a guess right there. Half of them? You are so darn close. It is 73. So just two more would have been 75. Really good guess. And you know what? There are some psalms that don't even have an author credited, so he might have written even more than 73. 73 songs, like that wasn't even his job. Do you know who David was? He was the king, he was the king of God's people. Isn't it strange that a king was, so, was not busy, like he was not too busy to write 73 songs. That just seems crazy to me. Well, let's read this song today. This song is Psalm 108. It's the first four verses, and we're gonna put it on the screen now. Here's what I would like. I would like for us all to read the psalm out loud together. Can we do that? Okay, let's try that. Verse one, let's read up on the screen. I am determined, O God. I will sing and praise you with my whole heart. Awake, O stringed instrument and harp. I will wake up at dawn. I will give you thanks before the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to you before foreigners, for your loyal love extends beyond the sky, and your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Very, very, very good. As you could probably see, King David wrote this song about God. Now today, this song is going to answer two very important questions for us all. The first question that Psalm 108 is going to answer is this. Should I love God? You've heard us talk about God a lot. 
Maybe you hear people use his name in weird situations, or maybe you only hear people say God when they're mad. Well, maybe you've seen your parents close their eyes and talk out loud to God. We did that a few minutes earlier, and I said the words, we love you, God, but do you know how to love God? Now, that's a hard question to ask, but it's okay. We're going to see what David thinks. And the second question that we're going to answer today is this. Does God love me? Does God love me? How do I know that God loves me? We probably know that our mom and dad love us. I bet your grandma and grandpa, they probably tell you that they love you. They might buy you things or give you candy. And that makes us feel loved, right? That's how they show you love. But how do we know how God shows us his love? These are both very important questions. So let's just go ahead and get started with question one. Should I love God? Verse one says that David is determined. That means that David has made up his mind about something. Have you ever had to make a choice before? Have you ever had to make a hard choice? Here, here's, a, here's an easy one for you. What's the most fun part about school? Recess, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you get to hang out with your friends. You don't have to do any homework out there. It's great. Well, listen, when I was in school way back in the late 1900s, <laughs> parents, does that sting? Way back in the late 1900s, yes, before there was a year 2000, we used to make big choices on the playground, choices where we would get together and we would tell each other what our choice is. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a little game this morning, okay? Can we play a little game? Yeah, we're playing a little choosing game. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a couple of pictures on the screens at the same time. You'll see two pictures, and what I want you to do is when I ask you, just tell me what your favorite is, okay? Here, I'll give you a little example. So here, here's what the big choice is when I was in school, okay? Some of you parents might recognize these things. When I was a kid on the playground, you had to make one big choice, and you did not want to answer this one wrong, Okay? The question is, did you like Pokemon or did you like Digimon? That question ruined friendships, okay? You didn't want to say the wrong thing. You'd have to make new friends if you said the wrong one. Digimon was first. Okay, sure. We would just form rival gangs, right? We'd roam the playground in search of each other. We'd be like the Jets and the Sharks just rooting for each other. Kids, that's a joke for your parents. All right, let's do a practice round, Okay. Pick only one of these things, and when I ask you, go ahead and give me your answer. So here's our test round. Up on the screen, do you like Pokemon more? Got some woos. That's right. Okay. Well, then who likes Digimon more? Okay, Dad. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. There, there's a reason that question stopped being asked. Here, here's one we do know. Here's one we've been talking about all summer. You guys should recognize these guys. You recognize these ones? Yeah, that's right. We're a Pokemon house, by the way, just so you know. All right. I want you to tell me if Bluey is your favorite. Ooh, we got some Bluey heads. Okay. All right. Who of you like Paw Patrol? Okay, all right. A little lukewarm for Paw Patrol. That's surprising. Okay. 
I think those ones were too easy, all right? Are you ready? This is going to be harder. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, ready? Tell me which one you think is cuter. Who thinks puppies are cuter? Unexpected. Okay. All right, all right. I want you to tell me who thinks kittens are cuter? I cannot believe you guys. I can't even. Who are you people right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right. That's fine. That's a choice. You've made a choice. All right, here. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a slow one. Ready? All right? Look at these two. Okay. Who thinks French fries taste better? Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Who thinks broccoli tastes better? You got can't have both. You choose one. All right, you guys are pretty smart. Let's try, let's try a tricky one, okay? Would you rather have, listen, listen, okay? You can choose birthday ice cream cake or birthday cake ice cream, right? Okay, ready? Hold on, hold on. Ready, ready? Who would rather have birthday ice cream cake? Ice cream cake fans, okay. Who wants birthday cake ice cream? That was pretty 50-50. Okay. All right. Have you ever got the, the cake and shake at Cold Stone? There is no faster way to down 4,000 calories. All right. You could drink gasoline and you'd still be hovering around equal there. There are a lot of choices that you and I have to make every single day. I want you to just stare at this ice cream for the next 10 minutes. Everybody be nice and hungry afterward. Some are easy choices, like how much tastier French fries are than broccoli. But some are hard. I thought this was going to be hard when I wrote this. Maybe it wasn't that hard. But some of them are a little harder, like what's cuter, puppies or kittens? Apparently it's puppies by a mile. David made the choice to love God in his song. He made that choice. David loved God so much that he made three hard decisions, not like ice cream and cake, okay? These are pretty hard decisions he had to make. First, David sang to God and he praised him with his whole heart. Okay, it wouldn't feel good if your mom and dad told you they only loved you a little, right? Love is something that's better when it's big. David loved God so much that he used his whole heart to show his love for God. And he sang with all the passion he could find. You guys might not know this, but sometimes I get really embarrassed to sing. Okay? If somebody doesn't like your voice, it can really hurt your feelings. Believe me, I know. But David loved God so much that he didn't even care if he sounded bad or if he forgot the words. He just sang with his whole heart. The second thing that David did is David made the choice to wake up at dawn. Do you guys know what time dawn is? Yeah, dawn is when the sun comes up. Do you know what time dawn was this morning, Mike? 4.18 a.m. How many of you want to be up at 4.18? Liar, all of you. Don't, nobody wants to be up at 4.18. Here's the thing about 4.18. Some of you like to get up early, but if you got up earlier than dawn, it'd still be nighttime. I know that doesn't work in the winter, but it works in the summer. But David made the hard choice to get up when the sun came up 
so that he could sing to God and praise him. See, David loved God so much that he would get up while he was still tired just to tell God how much he loved him and do that before anything else that day. That's the first thing he did. The third thing that David did was that David made the choice to do these things where other people could see him and hear him. It's hard to show love when other people are watching, I think. I remember one time, my grandma brought me to school. She brought me to school. I had a big red lipstick kissy mark right on my forehead. I didn't see it until recess. I was 13. (laughs) Nobody thought I was cool. But here's the thing. David did not care if anybody laughed at him because he loved God so much that it didn't matter what anybody else thought. David made three hard decisions, but to David, they weren't easy decisions to make. Why? Because David knew that God was worth loving. So the first question is, should I love God? Well, David thinks so. But he hasn't said why yet. He just said that he does love God. So to answer question one, should I love God, we're actually going to have to look at question two for a little bit. Does God love me? Verse four says the word for. What that means there is because. So why did David make the choice to praise God with his whole heart and to wake up early and to praise God where other people could see him and hear him? Because God's loyal love extends beyond the sky and his faithfulness reaches the clouds. How much do you think is the most love? Right? I think my mom loves me like that much. That's fair. I think it's a good expectation. But David just said that God's love goes up past the sky. Do you know what's past the sky? Outer space. That's right. God's love for you is so big that it goes into outer space. David calls love God's love two things. He calls God's love loyal and he calls God's love faithful. What does that mean for you? Well, that means that when God chooses to love you, he never, ever, ever unchooses you. Let me say that again. When God chooses to love you, he never, ever, ever unchooses you. Sometimes it's hard to make friends. right? I'm afraid that when I make a friend that they're not gonna like some of the things that I do or they're not gonna think any of my jokes are funny. And so what I do is because I want them to like me, I act a certain way. I just act the way that I think that they're going to need me to act for them to like me. Maybe you do that with your parents. I'm just going to behave just so that they don't get me in trouble. But that is not how God loves you and I. See, when God says he loves you, he will keep loving you forever and ever. And you couldn't do anything to make God stop loving you. Remember, his loyal love goes into outer space. King David learned this throughout his whole life. It took him his whole life to learn. God was always faithful, and he always kept loving David, even when David did bad things. David's just like you and I. He hurt people. He was selfish. He disappointed God. But God never, ever stopped loving him because God is truly, and he is forever loyal Now, not only is God loyal with his love, but the Bible says that he is faithful. Do you guys remember hearing that word? 
Faithful means that no matter what, God always keeps his promises. God promises you a lot of things in the Bible. Some of them are, he he promises to love you forever. God promises to be there whenever you need him. And God promises to listen to you when you talk to him. The answers to both of our questions today is yes, with big capital letters, with lots of exclamation points. Should you love God? Yes, because God loves you all the way to outer space, and he's going to keep loving you forever and ever. Today, we saw a lot of ways that we can show our love today to God. In fact, the very first thing that we do when we come here on Sunday is one of them. Because God loves it when we sing to him and we praise him with our whole hearts. David also got up early. Kids, when you wake up early in the morning, just spend a minute. Think of God. Think about his loyal love in your life and just tell him thank you for his love. And we can also tell our family or our friends what God has done for us and how much he loves us. Those are ways that we can show our love for God. We learned a lot of big choices you can make today. We made some fun choices about our favorite cartoons and our favorite foods, and we saw how David chose to show his love for God. Then we learned about how God chooses to love us, and when he chooses to love us, he never unchooses us. God shows his love for us in a lot of different ways. But one of my favorite is that he sent his son, Jesus, to pay what we owed God so that we could make the biggest choice of all. And here's the choice. We can choose life with God or life without God. Just look at that for just a second. Because Jesus paid what we owed, we can live life with God. If you're not sure right now, that's totally fine. There are people all over the world that have been wrestling with this question for as long as there's been anything. It's okay to take a little bit of time to answer this question in your life. So instead of asking you to make a big question right now or make a big decision right now, especially if you're not ready, what I want you to do, everybody, is to go home and think about this question and hopefully talk about it with your family. It's just important for you to know that right now, the choice is yours and it's only yours. Nobody can make this choice for you and you can make this choice whenever you're ready. Should you choose life with God? David thinks so. And I think so too. And I think a lot of people in this room think the same thing. Otherwise, there probably just wouldn't be that many people in here. Church, you can trust God. God will always keep his promises. And just remember that when God chooses you, he never, ever, ever, ever unchooses you. So what I want us to do right now is I'm gonna pray for us. I invite you to pray with me. We're gonna just tell God that we love him and we're thankful for him and we want to know him more. And then after that, we're gonna sing one final song together, okay? We're gonna sing with our whole hearts. Okay, let's bow our heads and pray as the band comes up. Lord, Heavenly Father, God, we are so thankful that you hear us when we talk to you, that you are near us when we need you to be near to us. God, we trust you. You have shown us that you are trustworthy. 
you have shown us that your loyal love is so big that it goes beyond the clouds. It goes past the sky. God, help us to make that choice. Help us to go home and think about what it means that your love is so big. God, help us to choose life with you. And even if we've already made that choice, God, every day when we, we wake up, help us to make that choice again, that we're gonna live life with you, to know you, to know you who you really are. God, you are so good to us. Thank you for showing your love to us. Thank you so much that we could be together and we could sing songs and we can read your Bible. Father, we love you and we know that you love us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Church, let's stand up and sing one final song together.